Wine Cat podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit lighter than last week, and I have been getting so much positive feedback about last episode, so thank you so much. And if you are new here, welcome. I am so happy to have you. This is a space where we talk about growth, I give real talk, and we can really expand upon what it means to step into the best version of ourselves. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you aren't already subscribed or following my podcast on Apple or Spotify, please follow me. Leave me a positive review. A few years ago, I had a bunch of trolls from an MLM that shall not be named all come and give me one-star reviews that didn't even listen to my podcast. And it's like screwing with my score. So if you have a moment, leave me a positive review. Give me some positive words so we can balance out some of those crazy one-star reviews because it's such a bummer. Uh, But let's dig into it. Today I'm going to be talking about what has been working for me. As you've been seeing from my social media posts, I feel like I'm on fire with my fitness journey and it's really coming from this place of flow and I'm not like going crazy and I've been getting a lot of responses of like oh my gosh you're closing your rings every day like what are you doing some days that is literally just me walking my dog it's like not anything crazy I just hit outdoor workout and if it's walking for 30 minutes that would close my exercise goal for the day some days that's a traditional workout I'm probably lifting or doing a traditional workout three or four days per week at most. The rest is walking and keeping active, but just being more mindful about my movement overall has made such a game changer. With working from home, being on Zoom with clients and potential clients most of the day on my phone, my job can be very sedentary, so I have to be conscious of moving. So. Steps are steps. Like you could have a 400 square foot apartment and be, you know, pacing back and forth and still get your steps in. That doesn't mean that you're going to have to go outside. I know some people, you know, weather and depending on where you're at right now, it can be really crappy out and trying to go and walk outside is impossible when, you know, there's a bunch of snow on the ground. So walking and getting steps in could literally be at home. I've been seeing those walking pads on Amazon and I have to say I'm, I'm tempted by it, but my office is all the way on the third floor and I just don't know if I would go up there. When I'm sitting on my laptop for a long period of time, especially if my kids are home, I take it downstairs and I'll work at the island where everybody's at so I can like be present. So I don't know, but they're so cool. And I think for those of you who do sit at a desk and work for a long period of time, it's something that you might want to look into. I think that those walking pads, there could be something to that but just getting more steps in every day. It doesn't have to be 10,000 steps a day. It can it just, if you were just to add 1,000 or 2,000 steps to what you're currently doing, that would make a really big difference. Just moving your body more, that just makes such a huge difference. Another thing that I have been so obsessed with is my sleep. I go to bed after I put my kids down and like, I am kind of diligent about getting them to bed, not kind of, I'm very diligent about getting them to bed early. I just find that my kids do better on a full night of sleep. So I'm in bed, like tucked in, skincare done, ready to go to sleep by like 8.30 at the latest. And I know some people are like, oh my gosh, that's so early. But I get up at the butt crack of dawn at you know, 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning because then I get 
a solid chunk of time before my kids wake up to journal and have my coffee and feel prepared for the day. I have some clients that are in different time zones, so having that early morning time to get stuff done and do some responses is very valuable to me. So I get up very early, and so in order to optimize my sleep, I have to go to bed really early. I have been taking a magnesium supplement. This is not sponsored. I started taking a liquid magnesium supplement. It's probably been three or four months now that I'm taking this liquid one. I used to take Calm. It was like a gummy one, but I find that the liquid one just work. I feel it that I'm just getting more restful sleep. So I've been taking that every night, but making my sleep a priority has been one of the hugest things. Not only am I able to recover, I'm feeling less groggy and like brain fog during the day, but I actually have the energy to show up and get my workouts done and actually have some intensity. So go to sleep. Nothing good happens after 10 o'clock. Probably just be scrolling on your phone and eating random snacks and like watching some trash television. Just go to bed. You're gonna feel so much better in the morning. And moms tend to do that. We do the revenge stay up thing and then you feel terrible in the morning. The only revenge you're getting on is your own damn self. So get your butt to bed. That is something that has been a huge game changer for me. The next thing I'm going to tell you is something that I have talked so much about over the last 10 years and that is following proper programming. But as a trainer, I am so focused on the programming of my clients that it's easy for me to just be doing whatever I'm doing for my clients rather than what I personally need to be doing and what should be, you know, something that is a no brainer for myself because I'm telling everybody else, it's very easy for me to get off track with that. So the last few months I have reprioritized my own workouts and blocking that time out so my schedule doesn't get so crazy that I can't do the workouts that I want to do, but taking the time to do focus programming. In that, I have been filming and preparing to launch the Love Your Strength Challenge. This program is literally the culmination of everything that I have learned and been evolving and growing into over the last 10 years since I started Keep Going Cat in 2013. It's so crazy to say that I'll be celebrating my 10 year anniversary of doing this and having this amazing community. But the programming that I'm following right now is showing up on my body. And it is so rewarding and exciting when you are doing something that is focused and challenging, but very sustainable and you're seeing the results. So following proper programming has been a huge game changer for me as of lately. I am just so happy with the results that I'm seeing doing focus programming again. And obviously it should be a no brainer to me. That's something that I tell my clients all the time, but it's easy for me to get caught up working for my clients and not doing all the things that I need to be doing. So that's been a huge focus of mine since the new year of setting that time aside, doing these amazing workouts that I'm putting out into the world myself, other than the filming that I'm doing, you know, a few times a month, which now I, it would be a good time for me to talk more about how I'm feeling and where I'm at in my business. I can't believe that this business is going to be 10 years old and I've been doing this for a decade. I can and I can't because I can't see myself doing anything else, but it's really just amazing how the time has passed. But 
in the last several months to a year, I've been really contemplating on this next level of what Keep Going Cat is going to continue to look like. And really it's sharing just more parts of my life with you, sharing more of my cooking and hopefully getting a cookbook out in the world to you guys as soon as I can. That's a project that I've been quietly working on behind the scenes, but hopefully we'll be having out this year, if not the next, but this year is gonna go by in a blink of an eye. <laughs> but where I'm at with Keep Going Cat is really not holding myself back anymore, being my truest self and just sharing all of the parts of myself. I think in the last 10 years, it was easy for me to put what was put out what was doing well and could in some ways be safe. And in this next phase of my business, I want to continue to be, you know, obviously serving you guys and giving you what you need as far as health and fitness, but expanding and sharing more lifestyle stuff, sharing more behind the scenes of who I am as a person. And this medium has been incredible to do so. And having the podcast again and rebooting it, I realized how much I miss just sitting down and talking with you guys. Some of these episodes I will be, you know, very educational, like I love to do where I'm just jamming out on a certain topic, but I think some of them should be like this where it's more conversational. The other thing I have been completely diligent and obsessed with is sitting down pen to paper with my planner. Having a digital planner obviously is something that I have to have. All of my calls are booked digitally, whether it be with my client one-on-one check-in calls that we're doing almost every week and with my discovery calls of people getting on the phone with me, finding out about my program, me learning about what their goals are, and then pointing them in the right direction, whether it be one of my programs or just some solid advice. So those calendar appointments show up on my digital calendar, and then I have my analog, just regular planner that I got at Target that I use for my daily planner. I write my appointments on that planner in paper, in, uh, in paper, in pencil, so if things change, I can erase it really quick and change things up. Like for example, my son has been in baseball. It's been really rainy here in California. The games have been getting rescheduled all over the place. If I have a client that needs to reschedule a call or something gets canceled or whatever, I can erase it really easily. But why I like having that planner is I have this visual in front of me of what my days look like rather than, and I know like, and some people have the digital calendar and they can see it and it's fine there. But for me, having that paper somewhere. So first thing in the morning, I don't have to open my phone to see what my day is going to be like. I can go to this planner. But then also I can go in and schedule my own time, whether it be workouts. I also use this when I'm doing my menu planning. So if I see that I have a day that is completely stacked and going to be really crazy, I have no shame of planning to do takeout or In-N-Out Burger, people who live on the West Coast know, or have it be something that's in the freezer, whether it be a meal that I made previously and I froze or like a heat and serve item. I don't wanna make my life any harder on the days that are already stacked. So in making major progress again and creating momentum again in my fitness, I needed to be really diligent about my time. My life is extremely busy running my business, having two kids, like spending time with my husband. We have a new puppy. Like life is stacked right now. So if I can have a place where I can see 
a bird's eye view of everything on my calendar and I can be really intentional with my time, I don't feel like there's not enough time in the day. I hear a lot of people say that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just feel like there's not enough time in the day. And I get it. Like I look at my calendar some days and I'm like, cool, there are five Zoom calls today. Like, let's go, you know, among everything else. But instead of then stacking another thing on that day and creating the expectation of doing a workout or creating, you know, cooking some elaborate meal, I'm going to make my life easier on that day and not schedule anything else. So then, and women will do that. They put so much on their plate and then there's overwhelm sets in and nothing happens. That perfection paralysis hits and literally you can't even get anything done because you're so overwhelmed. And you do it to yourself because you put it all on your plate. So when I have my calendar in front of me, pencil to paper, and I'm writing all these things in, I'm not going to try to stack that day any crazier. I will literally go through three or four weeks at a time and put my workouts out. I will figure out the days I'm going to wash my damn hair, which washing your hair as a female, especially with how long my hair is and thick it is, that's a whole thing. So if I can be intentional on the day that's going to happen, I will put everything on that calendar and I do it. I write out hour by hour starting, you know, whenever I'm going to give up, get up. So five, six, seven, eight, nine, all the way through, you know, when my day's ending or wrapping up around seven or eight and I will block out and put all of that time on there. Then you can kind of start to know your bullshit. If you kind of audit your time and you're going through and you're seeing like, oh, wow, well, I sat on TikTok and scrolled for 30 minutes. That could have been spent doing something else. Sometimes we need that time. Obviously, no shame if you're going to sit and scroll and do your thing. But when you are seeing how you're spending your time, then you can plan for things that you want to do and that are going to give you a good return on investment. So if your goal is fat loss or you want to change your body, you're going to get a good return on investment on prepping your food, getting your workouts in. So if you're intentional and you schedule that time, then you know it's going to happen. And I feel for you when, when people say how busy and they, they describe what their lives are like, I understand commutes and kids and just life being insanely crazy. And if you are that busy, it's telling me your time is very valuable. And if your time is very valuable, you want to make sure that you're auditing it and it's not being wasted. The changes that I've seen in the last several months have been a result of me being very committed and walking the walk. Everything that you see me talk about, the workouts that I do for my program, the nutrition and eating balance and the planning, all of those things are the boxes that I personally have been checking in order to see the results that I have. And it's why my clients see the results that they do. One of my clients today, Cassie, has literally consistently lost a pound, two or three every single week with me since starting. She's like, I hate to say it's been easy, but... If you are really focused on checking those boxes, incredible things can happen. But week to week, it can be like watching paint dry. So I have not been focused on the scale. I do not care about my weight right now. I'm solely focused on drinking my water, hitting my protein intake, and doing very focused workouts. I'm not doing a bunch of random stuff. And I get roasted sometimes when I post that on certain social media, especially on YouTube, or if something goes viral, I'll get people who don't follow me, and they're like, what do you mean random workouts? Everything is good. 
yes, everything can burn calories. So you, you can walk a bunch and eat less and you're going to lose weight. Does that mean that you're going to like look like a fitness model? No, you have to be intentional. If your goal is to have aesthetic results and you want to see an aesthetic result, it's like baking a cake from scratch. If you want to make progress, you have to look at your habits, rituals, and routines. The things that you do daily create your life. So if you are drinking a bunch of alcohol every day, or you are skipping your workouts daily, or you're not drinking enough water, or you're overeating on calories, or you're talking badly about yourself, or you're going to bed super late, or whatever, it could even you know be one or a few of those things. Those habits, rituals, and routines that we slip into in general are not intentional. They're just a result of whether it be coping mechanisms or where we're at in our life currently or things that we've slipped into over time. But in general, the negative habits that we're in aren't something that we want to be in. They're just something that we've ended up in. Now, the key to making a change is being able to step back and zoom out and look at yourself and go, what is my BS and what do I need to change? So that has obviously been something that I have been doing. And when I started to look at certain habits, rituals, and routines that I was in, I was like, all right, girl, it's time to make those changes. The exact same way that I do for my clients. We literally talk through what their weeks are like, what they're doing, and what their habits are. And then I help them create a new plan. I thankfully can do that for myself. And that's what I've been focusing on. So when you're looking at somebody, whether it be me or somebody else, don't look at what their progress is, look at their process. Like if they are, you know, moving their body and being really intentional and following a program or whatever it might be, maybe implementing certain things like that in your life will be helpful. I think that the literal only like secret trick or like shortcut to getting results is education or coaching or mentorship. Like that is the literal only hack or shortcut to getting what you want. So when I tell my clients, like the reason why investing in coaching can be such a game changer is because you have somebody who's providing that guidance and who has it figured out. So you're not wasting energy on not just doing the thing, but figuring out how to do the thing. Like the, my process and the things that I do are a result of me learning over the last 10 years. And so when my clients come to me, they're not paying for the workout, they're paying for the 10 years of knowledge. So in like me making this change and people are like, how are you looking so snatched? It's like as a result of me being really focused. So check your habits, check your rituals, check your routines. And if you're somebody that says that you need accountability, you probably need accountability and guidance. It's not just like a friend being like, hey, did you work out? <laughs> when you have someone to guide you of what to do, it makes a really big difference. So check your habits, check your rituals, check your routines, and then be honest with yourself about the things that you need to change. And if implementing some outward guidance or accountability would be helpful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm gonna be recording more episodes like this, a combination of the educational ones that I've done in the past and new episodes like this that are more casual and conversational. There is a link in the show notes of this episode where you can leave me a voice note. Click the link, wait for the pop-up, 
and then leave a voice message. The voice message, it would be your actual voice on the podcast, which I think is so freaking cool. You can leave me a voice message and it can be a question. So it could be like about the foods that I like to eat or what I eat in a day or questions about fat loss or types of workouts, literally whatever. It could be personal. It could be feedback or just a review or just whatever, whatever you want to say. You can leave it to me in a voice message and you might hear yourself on an upcoming episode. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Drink lots of water. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. Bye.